0: This is News Talk. Well, I think a lot of the country still has the hangover from the rugby over the weekend. The papers certainly do. The Irish Daily Mirror Grand Night Out is the front uh, page story and photograph Ireland's rugby heroes celebrated in style as they partied the night away after winning the Grand Slam in Dublin for the first time. They sang songs as they were mobbed by fans when they returned to the Shelburne in the early hours of yesterday with the Six Nations Trophy and uh, the inspirational coach Andy Farrell now setting his Sites on the World Cup in France in September, uh, also rugby on the front page because we've the great news as well about the under twenties and the photograph on the examiner is Ireland staff and players celebrating in the changing rooms of Musgrave Park after a victory over England won them the under twenty six nations trophy as Grand Slam champions. Uh, some people saying now Irish rugby far too powerful needs to be stopped because we 're just so successful, uh, so congratulations to the under twenties as well and that's on the front of The Examiner. The main story on the front of that paper is uh, another interview with The Michal Martin, speaking in New York, and he is fearing that legalising cannabis uh, could create the impression that drug taking is acceptable. Michal Martin said his attitude towards drugs is to focus on prevention of use, and he says he finds it crazy that people are taking drugs While socialising, people dabbling in drugs is problematic, the Tóniste said, and they may not realise they are storing up problems for themselves, which is interesting because a number of his own Fianna Fáil TDs have been urging the country to accelerate the process of decriminalising drugs. And Mihal Martin, not talking about decriminalising, but certainly has concerns over legalising drugs. So uh, we'll see what happens at the Citizens' Assembly. Also in the front of the examiner, a rather concerning story. Children in West Cork are travelling four hours a day in buses and taxis to special schools due to the lack of such facilities in their own area. And this means, as you could imagine, that they're absolutely exhausted. So they're missing out on crucial therapies And after school activities because they're so tired from doing the big commute. One woman, Laura O'Mahony, her son Max travels to his school in Mayfield from his home near Clonakilty. a commute that takes an hour and 20 each way, but obviously longer in Cork if you have uh, traffic factored into that as well. The Irish Independent has an exclusive, uh, a concerning one about the airport. Transport Minister Eamon Ryan is being warned security screening at Dublin airport is not fit for purpose and it leaves risks for a possible terrorist attack. A Dublin airport whistleblower has made the shock claim in a protected disclosure to the Green Party leader. This is now the subject of an investigation by the Irish Aviation Authority and the whistleblower's claim has been seen by the Irish Independent. It's alleged screening at the airport is in a critical situation, which leaves possible gaps for explosive devices to slip through the security and get on board flights. Um, And the Minister is allowing a roll of the dice each morning and hoping that nothing happens according to that whistleblower disclosure. The front of the Irish Times looks at the eviction ban uh, every day now. There's a story about the eviction ban in the paper. The news today, Sinn Féin considering another motion on the eviction ban before it expires at the end of the month. So the Dáil is already going to face a Sinn Féin motion on extending the ban This week, but this looks like it's going to be a series of votes which will test the government's majority. As we heard uh, on our news there at six o'clock, the Labour Party is going to put down a motion of no confidence in the government before the end of the month if it doesn't reverse its decision on the eviction ban. And now we're looking at what the independent TDs are going to do because some independent TDs obviously support the government. So if you look at Cahill Berry and Michael Lowry, uh, apparently they're all assessing their options and uh, at the moment, the government can't be guaranteed of the support of some of these independent TDs. We don't know about Michael Healy-Ray and Michael Fitzmaurice, are going to do so it's certainly an interesting week ahead The Irish Sun goes with an attack on Ian Bailey two men are being questioned after Ian Bailey was beaten up the former journalist Bailey was battered in the street last November when he went to meet girls he believed wanted to film a TikTok video with him uh, and instead men jumped out from a car and beat him up And uh, people are being questioned over that. The Irish Daily Mail goes with the medicine shortage fears for supplies of blood pressure medicine. These are described as life-saving blood pressure drugs, which are among almost 250 medicines now in short supply in Ireland. This is according to the latest medicine shortage index. We'll be talking shortly about this here on Breakfast Briefing. But it's a lot of very common used drugs in Ireland that right at the moment are not available. Uh, Staying with drugs of a different kind, the Irish Independent tells us Irish people are among the biggest users of cocaine in the world. This is according to a new UN report, and Ireland only lags behind Spain, the Netherlands and Australia for cocaine use, and Irish people consumed the drug at the same rate as the US. And Austria, so that puts us in joint fourth position globally. Just shy of one in forty people in Ireland reported using cocaine in the previous year. Of course, these are people who admit to using it. There's many more who never admit in the survey to using it. Australia has far and away the highest rate of cocaine usage globally uh, but in Ireland cocaine use is among the highest in Europe and the report also stated that addicts are often given drugs for free but are then asked Um, to carry out violence or intimidation to pay off their debts. You can read more about that in the Irish Independent. Dancing with the Stars is all over the papers because it finally ended last night. It felt like it was on for about a year, certainly on for what three months, January, February, March. But anyway, uh, I don't think I'm ruining it by telling you who won Carl Mullen, the comedian and radio host was the winner of Dancing with the Stars, and it's fair to say a surprise winner as well. The Sun says that his mouth dropped open as he swept up his dance partner, Emily Barker, in his arms and as it was revealed that he beat Brooke Scullion, Damien McGinty and Suzanne Jackson for the Glitter Ball Trophy. There was open war on social media last night with this result. People were up in arms. Uh, a lot of people not happy because... I always assumed it was the case but people were quite surprised they thought it was a dancing competition but actually it's a popularity contest so people aren't happy but it's all about the votes it's the votes that you get Carol Mullen got the most votes we do like an underdog. It's fair to say he wasn't the best dancer out of those four Uh, and now all eyes are on whether or not Dancing with the Stars will return next year. I suspect if you're getting about half a million viewers on a Sunday evening, they probably will continue with the show next year, but a lot of people not happy with that result. Well, did they pick up the phone and vote for their favourite would be the other question. Now, we were mentioning TikTok earlier on. Big report in the Telegraph about TikTok and it's just sort of bizarre what people get up to filming themselves because the Telegraph says that speeding drivers are using TikTok and other social media sites to post videos of themselves breaking the law and boasting about their fines. The Telegraph has done an investigation and they say they've seen dozens of videos shared on TikTok and Instagram which show people posting themselves speeding and or committing other acts of dangerous driving. So not alone are they speeding but they also have the phone out and they're filming it too. And in one video a TikTok user is shown sharing a photograph of a £1,000 speed fine received after travelling at 140 miles per hour. Not kilometres per hour miles per hour. Another video shows a driver weaving in and out of cars at high speed in a residential area and it got half a million views and 9,000 people liked the video. Another video (coughs) which 10,000 people liked shows a car, if you don't mind, speeding past an unmarked police car with a laughing face emoji pasted over the top Um, so it's just bizarre but obviously people are doing this as a sort of badge of honour and they're getting an awful lot of likes on TikTok as well there's millions of views and you can read more about that In the Telegraph, there's still more talk about TikTok in the papers because the BBC has ordered staff to delete TikTok from their work phones after fears are raised over data privacy and security. Final story comes from The Sun. We have the latest victim of shrinkflation, which is where the product you buy gets smaller, but the price doesn't necessarily come down. The latest victim is Cadbury Dairy Milk Giant Buttons. Packs are getting almost a quarter smaller, but there's been no reduction in price. Cadbury, according to The Sun, has replaced its 240 gram large bag with one that is weighing in at 184.4 grams. So a fair old difference in the size of it there. Uh, A spokesperson for Cadbury has blamed significantly increased production costs and rising inflation. And of course, you're going to hear a lot more about shrinkflation very, very shortly when people start to receive Easter eggs uh, and feel that they're smaller than they might remember. We bought a six-pack of crisps recently, and it literally was a bag of air. There's absolutely nothing in them. But anyway, there we go. Buttons, the latest victim of shrinkflation. This, this is news talk.